Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you troubled by stale podcasts in the middle of the night? Do you love films that feature the busting of spooks, specters, or ghosts? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Ghostbusters Resurrection is an RPG audio drama combining tabletop gaming and cinematic paranormal elimination adventures. Call the professionals at nerdyshow.com slash ghostbusters. We're ready to believe you. The following program, Flame On, is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Drag is the new spandex. Hey everyone, it is Drag is the new spandex. Rue Cap Edition. We're so close. We're so close to taking a break. I can, I can taste it. It's like City Slickers 2. Come and get me. Come and get me. I'm here with almost a full house. Well, fuller than it normally would be. I have our illustrious producer, Pat. Hey, what's going on? And Eric's joining us. Howdy, everybody. And we're here to talk about seasons 10, 10, 10s across the board, the premiere of Drag Race Season X. That's what I'm calling it from now on, Season X. Like the iPhone? Like the iPhone. I was going to say like the Malcolm, but because, <laughs> ooh, there are a lot of black queens. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So last time you joined us, we were still, I was still very bitter, very, very bitter. Still kind of bitter about the end of All-Stars, but it's a new season, brand new queen. It's been so long that it's, it's almost a distant memory. Almost a dis- Still can't listen to Kitty Girl. Kitty <laughs> Girl. I get shakes. I get it's the your shakes. world. Uh, but here we are with a glorious new workroom, which kind of reminds me of the old workroom. In fact, I can barely tell the difference. What? I'm teasing. Uh, I'm like, teasing. Uh, oh, my sarcasm meter was turned off. I'm sorry. I forgot we're doing Dragon's New Spandex. Let me turn that right back on. Yep. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, so here we are. And we have, what, 10 new queens? 14. 14. 14. Well, I'm sorry. Technically, we have 13 new queens. Yes. And, and one girl that came back again. Uh-huh. She's okay. back, back, back again. Back, back, back again. Like a phoenix from the ashes who looked like uh, Rock-a-doodle-doo. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> she did. She did. I, I think it looked good on her. You know, I was just like, is she also going to go to Las Vegas and then end up on a farm? And she'll learn true life lessons? <laughs> I almost wanted her to start doing uh, from Golden Girls, the Henny Penny, oh, when yeah. Blanche was in the the chicken costume. <laughs> that's oh my god, that's awful. Uh, side note: I watched the murder mystery episode last night. Still one of the greatest episodes in television history. When you cackle like thirty plus years later, it's oh, it's so good. It holds up very well. Mm-hmm. But here we are with. 
the first queen who walked into the new room. Eureka O'Hara. Hi, back girl. Again. See, I was right. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, you segued right okay. into it. I didn't yeah. even have to goad you into it. You know what? We'll just Look, cut that You out. found yeah. the track and you stayed on it. You know, I'm so proud of myself. I think. That, see, that wild turkey hasn't hit you yet, has no, it? No, it hasn't. Uh, seeing Eureka back makes me happy. Makes me really happy because I like her. She's she's never been like my favorite, but I've never I've never disliked her at all. I think that she has been a really interesting competitor, and I don't mean that as like any shade at all. I think she's really interesting. Um, I like that she is as brass and as confident as the other girls because you know they always do the I shouldn't say always do. In the past, you feel like they've done, like, token big girls. Yes. And, you know, that's not knocking anybody. I was like, don't make Latrice come here. No, 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 no. That's not knocking anybody who's come who has come through. But. Come through. Come through. <laughs> but Eureka has always given me that, like, I deserve to be here regardless of what size I am. And it's not an issue for her. She doesn't pull any punches. She goes all out. And that's how she hurt herself. Right. So I really was happy to see her. Yeah, for sure. It, we didn't get to see enough of her in season nine to really make an, a, an informed decision on how she would have done. I did not enjoy how vocal she was and how on season nine, it felt like she always had to try to be in there. If there was dead air, she had to try to make a joke. It's there a little bit, but it's definitely more tempered mm-hmm. and more restrained this time around. Yeah, I think she was a little more insecure in season nine, and that's why she tried to speak up more to cover up the fact that she was kind of scared about everything. And in this episode, at least, she seemed a little more mellow, even though she had a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. No, I 100% agree with you. Uh-huh. The second queen we had sashay into the workroom was Miss Asia O'Hara from Texas. From Texas. Dallas. Um, Which, you know, I love a queen from Texas because they go big. Because they are home. And, like, there's there's no in-between. Um, I think that she looked... I think she looked good. Yeah, it was cute. I like the fringe. Yeah, the fringe. Yeah. It kind of... It didn't, it didn't give me rodeo. It gave me glitzy um, Dolly Parton meets Beyonce. Absolutely. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was a good Christian bitch. After Asia, we have... Mills Cracker. Bob's drag daughter. Which, you know what? We need to fire our interns because (laughs) episode after episode, I was led to believe that Monet exchange. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. I was told that when I was in New York for DragCon, we were in an Uber XL, all 15 of us squeezed into that one little car. Mm. I'm sorry. No, we just take up the space of about 15 people. We some big boned girls, all right? Oh, you're right. You're right. It was... (laughs) We were we were discussing potential queens that may appear on a future season, mm-hmm. and Monet had come up as a potential one because of the fact that she was Bob's drag daughter. So that's where I got that information from, and was like, "Oh, okay." And in seeing the teaser for the show before anything came on, it was like, "Wow, I can definitely see the family resemblance," and uh, I still do. Yeah. Yeah, I see the family resemblance a lot less in Ms. Cracker. <laughs> but you know what? But here's the thing. In her genetic DNA, I see it. The quirkiness. Not necessarily like the blatantness yeah. of Bob, but the quirkiness is a 100% genetic match. And I, I'm really excited to see Ms. Cracker. Having said that, the joke where they're like, these Southern queens aren't having it for her name. She's going to have to come up with a nickname or something. Because you never, like, like okay, I'm not going to lie. I have, only because I was watching this old, like, Isaac Hayes-esque movie, but it wasn't Isaac Hayes. It was the other one that wasn't Shaft, and it was on the <laughs> West Coast. I think it was called <laughs> Trouble Man. Trouble Man, yeah. And Not Pootie Tang? Not Pootie Tang. And it was, you know, in the 70s, and he was kind of, like, skirting the line. But at one point, he's like, if you don't get it together, I'm going to take it out of your honky ass. And I, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> But, like, I don't really call people, you know, c- uh, 
crackers. Like that's just <laughs> that just to me smacks of like poor taste. And if Sherman Hemsley didn't want to do it anymore, uh, well, no, he called people honky. But um, eh, you know, sometimes cracker. But you know, if if he didn't want to do it in the seventies, I feel like I don't need to do it in the in the oh, we're not in the aughts anymore in the teens. <laughs> but I think her entrance look really like made me smile. I thought it was I thought it was cute. Yeah. Not like ostentatious over the top, but I thought it I thought it was cute and really got her across. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The Ms. Cracker thing. You know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I actually liked when she revealed her original name was Brianna Cracker. I yeah. fucking that was... love that. <laughs> yeah. I wish it still was. Yeah. I just I because you know she's going to show up at Parliament House sometime. I'm just going to call her Brianna. Like, I'm be like, Brianna, Brianna Cracker. <laughs> and that's that's great. The next one we had, and I I feel a certain way. Yuha Hamasaki. I, Yuha, I just, oh. You mean the Asian Bianca Del Rio? Oh. Who can't she, tell the difference between the, the black queens? Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> because I can... I think she was gorgeous. I think she's really smart. Her, like, getting into it with, like, the other queens. Like, in a fun sort of, like, getting to meet you sort of way, you can tell she's razor sharp and will, like, can do comedy, but also does, like, beauty really well. Also has really long hair. Yes. As a boy. And it's just so pretty. And I'm, I'm, a friend of mine has met her um in new york i'm calling you out brandon and had the opportunity to hook up with her and i'm like and you didn't he's like i was in a relationship and i just kind of looked at him and said so this was a conversation we had today so you know if i could turn back time and become a puerto rican twink i would (laughs) (laughs) and then miss blair st Clair. Girl, who let the twelve-year-old into the workroom? <laughs> She's so tiny. I'm just like, you know what? Welcome to camp. You know, I'm gonna be your counselor. We're in cabin Wichita. Like, it's gonna be super great. We're all gonna have so much fun. Remember, if you're feeling homesick, come talk to me. I'm your buddy. I'm your friend. I promise you, this is gonna be the summer of a lifetime. Welcome, campers, and welcome to you, Blair St. Clair. <laughs> She's just so pure and Oh, but she not pure. Oh. Wait till the DQ comes up. <laughs> That's mm. listen. You know what? I totally forgot. Yes. Because I thought it was the one from Tennessee. No. But you right. Yeah. You're right. That was that was our first look at season ten was mm-hmm. when that broke in early October. Yes. Because we were actually sitting at a gas station. Getting ready to drive to Potomac Curling Club. Mm-hmm. And that's when the article broke about the fact that Blair St. Clair was wanted because she violated her probation from her DUI arrest. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be an interesting <laughs> turn halfway through the show. I, I, but you know, she... I want to see what Blair can do before the the marshals show up. (laughs) What would have been fantastic is if they actually just arrested her on the runway and they kept it in the show. (laughs) She, as someone who likes Golden Era Hollywood for the artifice, uh, she's playing it straight and that's fine. She's the ingenue. She is, you know, all about Eve. I get it. But she's going to have to... step her pussy up and then find her Thelma and live life on the lamb. <laughs> and yeah. then Bob's former alleged drag daughter, <laughs> Monet Exchange. Monet Exchange. She's actually a fraternity brother of mine. Really? Yep. Ooh. Not same chapter, but same fraternity. Yeah, I know how fraternities work. Okay. I don't Ooh, think girl. I've ever I don't think I've ever slept with a frat, but I tried to sleep with a lot of your brothers. I'm not gonna lie. That's a, that's not true. I would sleep with a lot of them, but I haven't. That I know. Ooh. Check the receipts. Uh, you know, one's a little faded. It's been in the car for a while. So let's just move it, move it along. So, you know, Monet, how did we feel? I loved this entrance yes. from top to bottom. When she, when she walked into the room in the, in the jumpsuit 
with the broom and then rip that off for the bodysuit and the very Rosie the Riveter feel. Yes. I was fucking sold. Which to me, that actually gave credence to the whole rumor about her being Bob's drag daughter because I could see that being a very Bob outfit. Oh my God. I'm pretty sure Bob has done something like this before. You gag for gag's sake. Yeah, I'm I'm totally Team Monet. Mm-hmm. And then Butch Queen, Cameron, my uh, the trade of the season, please. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. She the trade of the season, Cameron Michaels when, from Nashville. From Nashville, when I saw, I think it was Buzzfeed did an article. They're like, look at this, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, like. Where's she from? Who is you? Now, you know, it just makes me, I was like, maybe I should go to the gym. You know, maybe I won't, I may never achieve those lofty Olympic goals, but a a bitch can try. I will say this. She a bit of a brick. That's not her fault. That's not her fault. I think she looked really gorgeous. Yeah. But, you know, whenever you're uh, like a butch queen and you go sleeveless, yeah. No matter what you do, you're going to look like a man. But I think that's a conscious choice she's making. Agreed. But she look like a man. Yes. That's <laughs> a man, Maury. <laughs> Next up, we have Mayhem Miller. I didn't know who Mayhem Miller was, but Mayhem Miller has been one of the queens that every season there is a huge internet swell that is either saying she is going to be on the show or wants her to be on the show and come to find out that she comes from a long line of drag race royalty. Yeah. She is in the same house as Delta, as Detox, and many of these other girls that have slayed. Morgan, Mm -hmm. exactly. Yes, I'm sorry. I knew there was one I was missing that was very recent to our minds. They're like best friends out in L.A. I know. I was like, ooh, where's Kylie in this? <laughs> <laughs> and I actually wasn't overly impressed with her entrance look. It was a pretty gown, but I was just, it didn't speak to me. It it spoke to me. She she gave me Dynasty. Yes. That's what I got from it. And like, once I saw it, I'm like, yes. Yeah, she she gave me Dominique. Yeah, I could see this. She, she sips the champagne. She's like, mm, burnt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there wasn't much to really say about it. I mean, it looked or- she looked gorgeous, mm-hmm. but it wasn't out of the box, over the top, memorable. So I was a little worried from it that it was going to be a lot of Kennedy drag. Yeah, coming in, in very much. Very, I mean, it's very straight pageant. Yeah, it's very like, much in that same vein. But I think, but and we'll diff- get to this when yeah. we got to the runway. You, you yeah. got to see a different, more creative side of mayhem than yes. She showed in her entrance yeah, look. Very much uh-huh. After Mayhem, we have Calorie Kardashian Williams. Uh, carb I'm Dashian. sorry. Carb Dashian. I thought it <laughs> That's was, my sorry. favorite part about it. Is, yeah, it's the Calorie Carb Dashian. I like yes. bread. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that she is a gorgeous queen. She she she's serving you fish. It's it's a it's a heartier fish. Um but it's it's beautiful. It's snatched, and I like that she she's like I'm a I'm a big girl. I'm from New Mexico, and she's here she's here to take the crown. Like I I feel it in her. She wants to win. I agree. I don't. I did not love the entrance look. I like the boots, the knee high like denim boots. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. yeah. But that bodysuit was not giving me. I'm here to slay this competition. Agree, agree. I, you know what? Because when I'm thinking of her, I'm thinking about the end of the episode. And, oh, for and sure. So, 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 yes. yeah. So you're you're right. But like, from an entrance look standpoint, her face. She was giving me face. She was giving me absolute face. But she just seemed. It felt way too understated or way too amateur of an entrance look compared to. The rest of the queens for season 10. Gotcha. Yeah. And I will just say this. Brian made a point of uh, mentioning that I he was feeling a bit of Tulita in <laughs> Calorie. And I was like, I can kind of see it. 
I can I can kind of <laughs> see it. Yeah, a little bit. For yeah, those of you know. who don't know who Tolita is, that's my drag persona when I do it annually at our employee turnabout at Parliament House, which takes place the third week of July. So if you know me and you've never seen me do drag, all money raised goes to a good cause. So come on out and see it. It's interesting. If you ever want to see what Pat's mama looked like, come see two liter Pepsi. <laughs> Seriously. Like, as soon as you walked out, I'm just like, that's his mother. <laughs> I've never seen a picture of his mama. <laughs> but that's that's him and Dre. The best was when I actually texted my mother a picture and was like, I have to show you this. Like <laughs> Yeah. Oh gosh. After Calorie, Calorie we, we have Monique Hartz. Yes. Who I I love how loud she is because <laughs> I can get behind a loud queen. I can. And I thought she looked sickening. Yeah, I love this like gold, almost like gold leaf makeup. Yes. It's very interesting and it worked with what could have been a very not fashion forward outfit, but with the stones and the sparkle and it was so understated, but... It worked like when you can have an outfit on that people just think, oh, this is kind of whatever. And then you hit the right light and all of a sudden it sparkles and shimmers and shines Uh like and you get that wow factor. I got it from Monique and I really did. I dig their the entrance look. What did you think, Eric? I thought it was good. I almost wish it had been like a metallic material so it would have given some actual like jingle jangle to it as she moved i think that would have been a neat touch obviously it doesn't come across in any way for us as an audience through tv but i think that would have been a neat addition to it next up we have dusty ray bottoms which i think is a a really funny name (laughs) it is fun i i'm sorry it tickles me so much uh who's kind of giving you like punk rock greaser yeah, but I liked it, it a lot. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really stand out to me. I don't think she looks bad at all. I, no. I would never say that. But it doesn't really stand out to me. It gives me a lot of Sharon Needles mm. with a big white wig and the black lipstick. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I did dig her 212 earrings. Yes. That was cute. I'm like, if you want to give me some New York flavor, give me some New York flavor. <laughs> And I did like her kind of goth punk. I don't love the dots. It was a lot more understated in this entrance look than yes. we saw later in the episode. Uh-huh. But I didn't. I I was not mad at at Dusty Ray. Miss Bottoms, if you're nasty. Oh, I hope she is. I actually kind of like the idea of dots for eyebrows, but I hope she does rain back the dots all over her face a little bit. Oh, if she doesn't, she's gonna get red fulfilled. Every week. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm, <laughs> and so next, she's from Chicago. I came to fight. Were you sure? <laughs> I couldn't tell if she was from Chicago or not. You have the Vixen, who I went to school with girls like the Vixen, and it never ended up well for them. And you didn't see them for the bulk of a semester at a time because they were always in ISS. <laughs> that's who that's who the vixen is. Yeah, I absolutely I absolutely agree. And you know, like while I, you know, she's like, you know, I do a lot of like protests, you know, like drag protests and stuff like that. That's cool. But you you look like a postcard, but from like the cheap bin. Like it's the ninety nine yeah. cent postcard as opposed to the like three ninety nine postcard. Yeah, it's it's pretty much like eight times the price of the shipping, um, and the paper is printed on. But you know, you at least get a nice one, right? It reminded me a little. Well, I mean, it seemed like she was doing that first challenge from season nine, where they had to come out during the pageant as representing their city that they were from. And she's like, if Shea Coulee can put a damn hot dog on her head, I can put horns in the city skyline and the Chicago sign and this and everything else from the we city. We saw everything me. but the bean. But at least Shea Coulee's hot dog didn't fall apart. Oh, <laughs> it's season 10. Glue gun that shit together. 
Oh my god. We'll get to that cuz you I, don't, I know. I'm excited. I don't understand how you make it to season t- learn how to hot glue and sew. You know this is this is the look that people will remember you for. How if you don't stand out? How the hell you never mind or just let it go. <laughs> All right. Go. Now my favorite no, really not my favorite of the queens. Ms. Vanessa Vangie Mateo. Yes. Of the Bam! House of Mateo. The House of Mateo. I, mm, I love a Banji bitch. I do. I, I, I like, I like Vanessa's attitude, but, uh, but I can't her, stand anything else about her. No. <laughs> Oh, sorry, She's very cute as a boy, but there's something about her makeup that that reads porcelain. That's what it is. She paints herself too pale, mm. and it's you know if she's going to be this like fiery banshee person, you you need to look like you have like blood in your cheeks. And I think she just she came across as there's a difference between being matted and then being matte, and she was matte. And not matted. Gotcha. Yeah. But I thought she looked, you know, like her her entrance look, I liked. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. The whole cage mm-hmm. feel to it. You know what it gives me? Huh? Detox from All-Stars 2. Oh. The promo photos that they did for All-Stars 2, she had not yeah. so much in the cage, but like if you actually put cloth around it, it gave me very much detox with that. Like it... it I felt very detox. I felt very all stars too with this silhouette and this kind of vibe. I can see that. And she can contour her damn cheeks because I'm looking at this close up of her face and she's just round, which is a theme for her in this episode. Mm. But she's got very little contouring of the cheeks. I'm like, give me some contour, bitch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, number 14, we've, we're almost at the end of these workroom almost. looks. Oh my God. The final queen is da 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 Aquaria. This is the dawning of the age of Aquaria. I really hope not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about this look because I have some thoughts. Would you like me to start with thoughts, or do you have thoughts of your own you would like to put please, in first? Please start. Okay. Please start. So first off, and I may catch shit for it, but I don't care. I'm tired of boy body and boy chest and basically wearing nothing on it. And this is tw- this will come up again in the runway. But this belt around your chest and apparently I've seen like other looks, uh, not a lot of them, but I've seen other ones that have that same feel and I'm like are you going to show me something else because so far I'm not getting a lot of different from Aquaria. Mm. That's my first thing. And, uh, you know, give me some contour and some boobs. It's about illusion. Just give me some sort of contour. Give me a little bit. Because even Cameron Michaels, with the rough trade that he was, I still at least felt, you know, some boobage. Yes. My second thing is, with that wig, you giving me boy hair. Yeah. On the sides. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, no. <laughs> with that kind of hair, with when you're giving me that illusion of, like, long hair into this big like mohawk you can't give me that much side that's shaved down like that i just i didn't like it uh i i i see where it's coming from i see it and i i want to appreciate it but it's just something doesn't quite connect for me because i should love that aesthetic that aesthetic is very like aggressive 80s yeah but it doesn't it's not i don't think it conveys the way it should have conveyed where like there's in that sort of like rage there's a beauty and it's not that it wasn't beautiful it's not that you didn't get the rage is that there was no circuitry to 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 close the system and like had had it been I guess a little more refined. It may have worked for me, but I think that then that defeats the purpose of being really raw. 
Yeah, if she wanted to come in more Club Kitty, which it almost looks, she should have pushed it further. Yeah. She didn't push it enough. Yeah, the concept is there. The execution falls short. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So those are our new queens for season 10. Oh, God, that's a lot. But you know what's back? What's back? The mini challenge. The mini challenge. You know what I love is that these episodes are all going to be 90 minutes. And I, I kind of loved it. I kind of thought that this episode didn't feel rushed. No. And for the fact that we had 14 queens, we got to spend a bit of time with everybody. And it, it felt a lot more natural than past seasons. I mean, besides season six, which you got two big openings and they mm-hmm. split the cast into two, mm-hmm. which I, I kind of love that. Yeah. Because you got to almost have a little bonding of like each group versus just queens that knew each other. But considering how many of them are from New York, it didn't really matter. They were all going to know each other anyway. Uh-huh. But we do get the first mini challenge, and hopefully not last, of season 10. Which I think is probably one of the greatest challenges they've ever done. Because it is... I'm going... Oh, God. How can I put this? It's going to get really nerdy for a second. We went into the Avatar state of Drag Race. Where we see these past contestants, the ones that really stand out, the ones that you want to see again. And Porkchop. And Porkchop. <laughs> uh, oh, I this, want to see, uh, see Porkchop yeah, again. Along I the, mean, I want to see a Porkchop on my plate for dinner, but that's <laughs> about it. We see them along this gorgeous runway that we've seen in the promos. And then the queens have to work the runway. In like this this ball type setting like it gave me complete ball and it was so it was so great like it was for me i think that was the the most exciting part of this episode not to say that the rest of the episode was boring but to see all these queens that i love seeing all the queens that i i love to hate seeing them all there and just like this these great drag because nobody looked bad well call them out call them out by name <laughs> It's not going to be a season of somebody. Yeah. Call him out by name. Did I just turn into the vixen? Yes. yes. And uh, Okay, so here's what it is. Uh, you know, seeing, seeing everyone there, Manila looking amazing, Bob looking like Bob. Like, I was so there for everyone. You know, kimchi being his, you know, like goofy kimchi self. Holding Vanessa's, like, bridle. Like, no, uh, bustle. Yes. Um, I was like, is she a horse now? No, yeah. <laughs> was Alyssa Edwards there? She doesn't show up until no! the next episode. <laughs> I know somebody who, who's, he he and I have like, you know, like fun times together. And I'm just like, oh, I didn't know you were into horse racing. And he's like, what? And because he has a poster of Alyssa Edwards on his wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? I shouldn't talk bad about her. You know, she did win the Kentucky Derby last year. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alyssa Edwards is an amazing queen. But seeing Jinx Monsoon look like Elizabeth II (laughs) on the way out, I'm like, what is this? What? You look, she looked terrible. She did. She looked terrible. She did. Like, I really wish, you know, cut in, Pat, do me some, do me a favor. Cut in Crystal LaBeja. Saying that she looks terrible, and then <laughs> and then back it up with Aja for emphasis because she did. I'm sorry, she did. But she wasn't looking beautiful tonight. She doesn't equal me. Look at her makeup; it's terrible. None of the true beauties are going to be there. I, I like as soon as she showed up, I'm like, "Bitch, you won! This is what monsoon you you look like. You've been through a monsoon." <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> what the fuck? And I, 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 I like Jinx. I do. But girl, you got the money. What happened? What happened? My God. But seeing the it makes me, It makes me think of when Trixie does uh, jokes about Jinx Monsoon. Being a swamp monster. A swamp witch. Swamp witch. Swamp witch. <laughs> Trixie, did you tell people I was the swamp witch? <laughs> she flies off on a broom. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think this was the greatest thing they could have done that says, hey, drag race has come so far. Look at all of these amazing queens that have been brought to the forefront, that have brought you so much joy. You've talked about over the years, you've seen in person, like seeing all of them there was such a kind of like a healing experience. And then I saw Trixie, who deserves the win, deserves the win. There, and it all came back to me. <laughs> when you hold me like this, <laughs> when you touch me like that, I can seem to recall that it's all coming back to me. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, a lot of queens, they were doing flips. They were doing somersaults. Some of them were giving you broken leg, which is the way <laughs> I always walk down. Mayhem did a cartwheel and a gown. That was fucking awesome. That yes. was awesome. Full gown. Full gown. Mm-hmm. And a cartwheel. And, and a, a good one, too. Yes. yes. You know, some queens looked a little shaky. I'm looking at you, Blair St. Clair. <laughs> what do you expect that little white 12-year-old to do on the runway? <laughs> What do you expect her to do? I feel like she's in the little Miss Patchett. <laughs> um, but you know it. It, I can see why Monet won because she, you know, she played it up. She played it up, but Mayhem did a full, full cartwheel and a gown. If anything, I wish they would have. And I don't know if they did, actually did deliberations, but it would have been interesting to hear RuPaul talking to all these experienced queens about the new queens and their performances. Yeah, I feel like she just went with who she wanted. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, these queens were all just going off and, and being great and like like catcalling and work, do a twirl for pretty much everybody. That's yeah. my dog! And that's when I'm like, son of a bitch, I look like a dumbass. Listen, that's the same exact thing when we were watching it here. And Brian looks at me and he's like, I thought Monet was. I'm like, mm, guess not. Yeah. But it was, I, I, I'm I, happy with the winner of that challenge, which, which was Monet. There were two things that tickled me out of this challenge. The first was when Aquaria was doing her thing and she ended up accidentally slapping Jinx. And they cut to Trixie doing a confessional. And she's like, Roxy Andrews just jumped up in a gay bar somewhere <laughs> and got her life because she got because Jinx got slapped in the face. And then the other thing is that it used to feel like they would do these. It felt like they would do these promo photo shoots for the seasons after the season aired. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like they just work that into the season because this is the same X-shaped runway and the same look. On RuPaul, from the reveal and the teaser trailer and all of this stuff. And it's like, oh, we're just going to shoot this promo and the first episode in the same day. We're just going to get it all done at the same time. And last year, or last season, it was at the end because in the final episode, RuPaul was wearing that really awkward silver spiky outfit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, so did they just have them all come back and we just going to do this? At least, I guess, Raven and Delta are only available at certain times. <laughs> You've got to do it at this point. Poor Matthew Anderson, wherever he is, because nobody knows. I still don't think anybody I, I, knows. Willem probably knows. <laughs> Willem is like Willem's like that one friend that uh, Richard Simmons has. Yes. That says, he's okay. He's doing all right. 
He's resting comfortably. He's not dead. He's not he's not being held captive by the Spanish maid. If if you really cared about him, you would just leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it definitely it it's just kind of it tickled me that this RuPaul look and this X shape runway were in these teasers and the promo and were in the first challenge as well. So But I agree, Oral. Monet as a winner did not make me mad at all. No. No. Mm mm. After the mini challenge, we go back to the workroom and we see that they have expanded the pit crew. Which for this was, episode. For this episode. And I'm just like, oh, everyone's just like, yes, I'll take all of you. I'll take all of you. <laughs> but you could, you know, just everybody jump in the giant cart. You know, I'll jack with Lane, strap it to my back and just, <laughs> I'm just, you know, in my teeth and just pull, pull myself. Um, but we, and this is the thing. So, you know, I agree with you, Pat, when you said that, you know, this episode had a chance to breathe because it was an hour and a half. And, you know, now we have, you know, the first big challenge, the maxi challenge, which is a throwback and literally the original challenge for episode one of Drag Race, which is Drag on a Dime. I thought this this feels organic. This is what All Stars was missing. You know, you can pay homage to things and not shove it down our throats. So knowing that, you know, we've come so far, but we still know our roots. Here's the challenge. Make it work. Make it work. And they gave plenty of camera time to them doing the challenge in the workroom, which I appreciated a lot. Yeah, it's nice to actually get to see the queens doing what they're doing and seeing these outfits being prepared and talking and and not having it be like three seconds of this. And now this happens. And now we're on the runway. Yeah, this 90-minute format definitely was a, a good change for them this time around. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So they make their outfits. There, there's something that goes on in the workroom. This one was a relatively drama-free episode. It was kind of nice to see them all just get to know each other and kind of get acclimated to this crazy situation. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think we can just go right into the runway. Yeah, we can. Mm-hmm. Bring it to the runway. Runway. Bring it to the runway. Runway. Category is? Category is RuPaul Medley. (laughs) (laughs) I heard more RuPaul songs in this episode than I think I ever have in my life. Yeah. And I I really, I liked it because, you know, it shows you this takes a while. You know, let's not pretend. We're not going to just keep playing the same song on loop, especially because we've got 14 fucking queens. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk about standouts, good or good, bad or indifferent, Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of queens and we don't need to sit there and dissect everybody. I think what stood out for me in a good way, even though she got dinged for it, Dusty Ray Bottoms, I thought looked really good, but she was giving me like Tin Man meets like minstrel clown, not in like a bad way, like a, like a, uh, like a Parisian clown. Yes. Um. And I thought, you know, yes, we know it's it's a cone. You know what? Had she not done like a traffic cone and did like a like like a like a cone, like a conical cone. If she had cut the square yes. right. off the bottom and just had the actual cone, mm-hmm. I think it would have worked. But I kinda liked it as the Tin Man look. Yeah, I did I did as well. Yeah, I, I wasn't mad at that look and I I'm glad she was safe, but it kinda sucked that she was that low. For the challenge. Agreed. I loved Monique Hart's outfit. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Yeah. I mean, the Queen of Hearts thing, the cards, that was, you know, whatever. Like, it it was a great look. I mean, it wasn't the top, 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 top of everything for me. What I absolutely loved was that wig. Yes. Making the wig out of the plastic. That was was sick. I loved Mm -hmm. it. Mm Mm-hmm. It was, it brought everything together. It gave me, it gave me Queen of Hearts without giving me full Alice in Wonderland, which is hard to do. It, for me, it stood apart and, and that should be rewarded. And unfortunately, when you have so many queens and, you know, a lot of these looks were really, really good, 
you know, unless you did something really, really out the box. And I keep, you know, doing doublespeak because you have to, like, you have to wow these judges, especially in the beginning, because that may save you. And, you know, when the judges talk about their critiques, he's like, I want to see more. When they say, I want to see more, you know, that bitch is safe, one. And two, you mean, you know, they made an impression. And I think if it was later on in the season, it may have won um, just on, on looks alone. But it was very sparse as well. And I think that might have been a ding. Yeah, I can see that. I think my favorite was Miss Cracker. Um, even though I've kind of seen something similar done with Straw, Hat, Straw Hats before in Project Runway, not necessarily on RuPaul's Drag Race, but I really liked the form she got for the vest top thing. Mm. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I, I'm still mad about her not having contouring on the chest yeah. because it is so boy chest that I, I would have liked a little bit of that. Just a just a subtle, a subtle one. But I do agree that was probably one of the, the best looks and she missed out just, I think, by a hair on being the winner of the challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, d- I did not like Monet's look. You didn't? I didn't. I wanted to. And I think it's because the 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 face wasn't glamour enough for me. Independent of what, like, independ- the pieces that she put together for this conceptual look, I liked every aspect of it. You know, the, the bubbles, you know, the dirt. And, and the, the top of the dress, yes. But then it just became so plain once it moved like halfway through the through the hip. And I just I didn't care. But it was there. It was so close. And I think had she done something to kind of like make it in, like an even flow, I would have been about it. But it, it just it, it lacked something. For yeah, me. she either ran out of time and wasn't able to get the sponges all the way down to the floor or she ran out of sponges themselves. To fully cover the bottom of the yeah, dress. Yeah, I think I think had she done form fitting like she did, but sponges all the way down. You're right. I would have been okay. Either that, or I could see the concept working by just making like a top with the covered in the sponges, mm-hmm. and then you could have continued the whole story and made like a blue skirt out of something yeah, to symbolize or like bubbles, the water, like yeah. something clear. Yeah, I think that I would have I would have dug I would have dug that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's again, it's concept is great, execution just fell short. And it probably was a time thing because I mean she was cutting mm-hmm. those sponges into pieces mm-hmm. and that takes a while and then you gotta glue that shit on. Yeah. I did not love Vanessa's outfit. No. No. And I was so excited to hear the critique of her looking round. Yeah. Because when she walked out onto that runway was and was working the runway, that's all I thought was why does this not have some sort of cinching, have form to it? All I'm getting is a ball walking down the runway. And she's not tall. So it's even mm-hmm. more of a challenge to have shape and have length and form when you're short. And it just, I, I was not, I was not a fan of that outfit at all. No. In conjunction with the makeup, it just, it fell, I was going to say flat, but it fell round to me. (laughs) Yeah. And I just didn't understand how the Barbie dolls tied into the outfit. I didn't mind that part. I think there would have been a better way to use the Barbie dolls. Less would have been more. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Less would have been more. Uh, um, I also, I didn't like Calories look because it had been done so well mm-hmm. in three other iterations and she got told, don't do this bitch. Don't do it because it, it didn't look finished as opposed to Yuha who did something that we'd seen before, but it was done so well 
that you know yeah we've seen it before uh but girl this is gorgeous and we love it yeah we we don't love it but we love it enough to make sure that you're safe and that that's it's the difference it's the same thing it's just the the level of execution because it looks so unfinished it it was gonna hurt her absolutely Uh, Ankh. Yeah. Although I didn't understand how she could have created an onk on her head and then not know what an onk was. You know, like, a lot of queens have, have done things that they didn't know what they were called. They didn't know what they looked like. They just know that they have seen that shape before and it was going to work. Fair point. Um. So our winner is one we have not talked about. Yes. And that was Ms. Mayhem Miller. Who mm-hmm. took plastic gloves, rubber mm-hmm. gloves, who took rubber gloves and trash bags and turned it into one hell of an outfit. I loved it. Like, that was awesome. She did. Seeing Mayhem take, like, a concept and make it look so elegant, like, I could see that at a leather ball. Like, you know, like, oh, she's the, you know... The, the MC of the night, and she wore that, and everyone was like, yeah, I love this. This is great. It was just, it was so well executed that while other things looked dynamic because there were multiple colors, this, that, and the other. Right. It was, once again, understated, but the material she used, the way she used it, the fascinator for the head, it all mm-hmm. came together. And she deserved to win. Absolutely. 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. Our bottom two we have mentioned were Calorie Kardashian Williams mm-hmm. and Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. Seeing how much they both want it because you never want to. You can be the second queen to go home and that's not as bad. But to, to be the first one to get the boot, yeah, it's rough. It devastates you. I can imagine. But there's a little part of me that's like, if I'm going to be cut, I kind of want to be first. Because everybody remembers the first queen. Like, there's a whole club for this. Yeah. If you like the third, fourth, fifth queen to go, who remembers you? Unless you do something really spectacular in those couple of episodes, you kind of fade out. Because those are your queens that are good, but not that good. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You either need to be really bad that you get cut first, or you need to be really good and make it all the way through. As much as I, I like their personalities, they both... I can see why they were in the bottom. Yes. Then you have the lip sync to what song again was it? Ain't no other man but you. Oh, yeah, because the gag is pheromone shows up, (laughs) but it's actually Christina Aguilera. But can I I tell you, as soon as Christina started to do her her runs. Her one note that they were able to afford? Oh, yeah. All I could think (laughs) of was got to be real. Hey! 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 And she did it, and it was exactly that. And I, if you've never experienced the joy that is the diva reality show, which is cold clips from interviews and TMZ of the diva reality show that has got to be real, do yourself a favor. Start from the beginning. You could watch it all in a night, and you will laugh hysterically. <laughs> hysterically. That's why sometimes I'll say, how about you come over to my house for creme brulee and cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> Whitney, are you team class or team sass? I'm team Jesus. <laughs> Soldiers for Christ. <laughs> you have to put that on the list. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But Christina, you know, it's good to see her there. You know, it's funny that she's Pheromone because Pheromone is Christina Aguilera. Well, and there's actually, Farah tweeted out, they actually brought Pheromone to the set that day and had her meet Christina Aguilera. And I was like, that's really kind of adorable. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, nobody was... told me I put on too much highlighter. <laughs> Why would we go? We in a competition. (laughs) (laughs) You Um, let me walk out there in this dress. (laughs) Calm down, Alexis. But seeing both of them in the bottom two, 
when it, you, it reminds me of that episode in Drag Race where you are literally doing the song in front of the person and you mm. need, if you are doing this will be and Natalie Cole is in front of you, <laughs> you take it, you take it, you play it to the hilt, you take them bitches to church. And and seeing Vanessa do this like understated, ain't no other man, like no girl, that's not, you got to step it up. And when I saw Calorie perform, she played it to the hilt and she took them to church. One of them freewheeling churches, yes. Because, <laughs> you know, I grew I up a good I, Southern Baptist girl. I ain't been to one of those churches before. <laughs> but she she was entertaining. She was engaging. She was that wow factor that saved her. Because, uh, surprise, she won. Which was a surprise, honestly. Mm. When they were announced at the bottom two, I was standing at the bar, and I literally was like, Goodbye, Calorie. We hardly knew ye. Yeah. And then the lip sync started. And I'll say this. I didn't love the lip sync in the first half. No. Because both of them were just struggling. I get. I think more to find how to do it in this kind of situation because you are just a bundle of nerves and you don't want to go home. You've worked hard to, to get to this point. But when Calorie was doing the Carlton at one point, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> And Vanessa's just, I don't know what she was doing at all. And then it got to the second half of what we saw. Mm-hmm. And Calorie, I think, found a groove and ran it. Yeah. And when she pulled them dollars out of her titties, threw them in the air, and made it rain into it. She made it rain on herself into her jump split. Yes. I yes. was like, I literally looked at the people that were standing around me. I was like, oh, oh, she might not be leaving now. Mm-hmm. And she didn't, and I was impressed. But what I will say is this: if you have a gag up your sleeve, make sure you can do it in a split second's notice. Yeah, because she had to work. She had to work for them dollars. As somebody who used to be a big girl, who's still kind of big. You didn't need to tuck them in there that deep. <laughs> you know you didn't, girl. You know you didn't. And that's not because, you know, I, I'd fuck the shit out of calorie. I would. I would. But no, you need to, you need to dig them out. Here's, and I think here's the problem. When I remember the way that we touch and I wish I didn't like it so much, you can slow it down and pull that wig up and the rose petals will fall out. You can vamp. But when you need to make it rain on yourself, bitch, make it rain. It is an instant downpour. It catches you off guard. You ain't got no umbrella. You you lucky if you had a paper in your hand and you put it over your head because you know you just got it done. And you're running to the first awning, the first cafe, the first Winn-Dixie, which you're going to be running for a while because they're closing left and right. <laughs> you got you to gotta do something. And that's the thing is that when you can see the gag a mile away, it's not a gag. It saved you, yes, but it's not a gag. A gag is you you choking. You choke just out of the blue. That I'm just like, oh, she gonna make it. I, I know what she gonna do. Yeah, it's gonna look cute, but she didn't do it fast enough. But hey, bitch, you pulled it out in the end, and that's really all that matters. I ain't on Drag Race <laughs> yet. <laughs> Don't worry, I got two drag mothers. They're lesbians. They're friendly. They're, and you know what? They're amicable. They, they both, <laughs> they both, shout out, I'll tell you who, shout out to my two drag mamas. I'm going to need your help because, you know, I, I can't go out there looking any which way. You know, I get, I get the looks from one because, you know, I favor her a little. Not really. And then my mouth comes from the other one. And that's, you know, together. I'll win. And then when someone tells me that the only reason why you on drag race is because somebody somebody helped you get here. But bitch, I'm still here. And I, what? We're in the top five and bitch, what what? They here with me? Do you see some 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 earbuds in here? No ho. Don't be jealous of my boogie. On iTunes. Ding. See, that's why I need to step my pussy up. Well, that's why I need to tuck so I have one and then <laughs> <laughs> wild turkey 
Brought to you by Ron. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the episode, but we were also treated to the return to television of Untucked. Yes. Wait, no. Has it ever been on television? Yeah. Yeah, See, I always just watch it on YouTube. It used to be on Logo. Yeah. A couple seasons right after that. Remember when Logo used to be on TV? (laughs) Up until season six, it was a secondary show. And then season seven, eight, and nine, it moved to YouTube. Mm. Because we used to have the big pink furry box and the Interior Illusions Lounge and the Gold Room and... That's where those pictures of RuPaul came from. They were all from the old Untuck <laughs> studio. There wasn't much to it that was kind of out of the ordinary, except for the Vixen. Who mm-hmm. won? You need to give me more fun noodles. Because those, you put on like eight pool noodles. You you literally exacto knife some shit out, strapped it to you, and walked. Someone said it's giving you like carnival. I'm like, bitch, nobody would let you walk in mass. Looking like that. <laughs> Don't. Mm-mm. My people have standards. Thank you. <laughs> Not when it comes to men. Side <laughs> note, there's a meme that is like when God created Caribbean men. And it's the beginning of the Powerpuff Girls. Where it's Pro- uh, Professor Plutonio. And it goes, <laughs> lying, cheating, not being worth shit. Like, it is just. What <laughs> 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 you think of Caribbean men? I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I mm-mm. the vixen is ready to stir the pot, and it's not even like a good pot yet. It's if you gon' if you're gonna stir the pot, at least make it some oxtails, not some random ass bland ass chicken and dumplings. <laughs> not even like good chicken and dumplings, like Cracker Barrel at the end of the shift chicken and dumplings, not the fresh one that still has the grease and the butter sitting on top. <laughs> so that concludes episode one we did it it's season 10 oh season 10 10 10s across the board oh wait a minute if you want to understand the the depths of drag race especially this season for the love of god if you haven't done so watch paris is burning it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Also, Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar, is also on Netflix. Which you found out because Bobby posted about it. Oh, <laughs> my God. Um, it is everything, ab- not everything about drag, but so much of drag comes out of ball culture. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get a richer viewing experience from Drag Race, just watch it. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. It'll change your eye. Also, which brings me back, this had a point. <laughs> Don't worry. I may be, I may have fallen off the train, but I found that old seesaw one, rail car, where you go up and down and you kind of catch up. Vanessa giving you like Banjee, like that's Banjee. Like she was giving you Venus extravaganza, but like Venus, if venus wasn't how can i put this delicately because i still want to have sex with you (laughs) if venus didn't have all of the quotable quotes you know she has a mother Mm -hmm. who always took care of her make sure i had some place to stay make sure she had something because you know i could just see i could see vanessa say imagine if you were a woman and you want a washer and dryer shut. Like, she was giving me that. So if you want to see where Vanessa comes from, watch Paris is Burning. And I like it's OG. it. Mm-hmm. I still don't love Vanessa, but I like it. Yeah. So, listeners, thank you. We're going to take a small break. Much to the chagrin of one fan out there <laughs> in particular, because I'm going to call him out by name. I know there's more people listening to this. I see the numbers. Huh. We get some good listens. But I ran into Zach last night. Zach Deer. Oh, hey, Zach. And one of the first things out of his mouth was, I love the Rucaps, And you were so right. And then I stopped listening because I just heard I was right. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, we were talking about the finale Rucap, 
and uh, there were some points about like BB and, and some of the stuff that he was he was commenting on, mm-hmm. and uh, he was he was just saying how how much he's enjoyed listening to the recaps over the last eight weeks. Thank you, Zach. Zach is someone I aspire to be. Good luck in your competition. I want you to bring home the title. Bring it home, hun. I owe you a drink. Not just because I owe you a drink. Like, I just want to, I want to hang out with you. I want to drink some more. Also, shout out to Alex and his booth on Sky. Hey, Sky. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wanted to give you like a, a not a banjee, a banjee version of your name, the listeners and patrons of the store. Thank you for helping me make my goals today. Love it. Mm-hmm. So you can follow us on Facebook. You just search Flame On. We're there. You can find us on Twitter at Flame On Podcast. We're also on the Grams. We're on the Grams. I was told by a cute boy and then another cute boy, which, well, no, and a cute girl. Not that she's a baby, but, you know, I, I, I see her grow up. She's like, what you, she handed me her phone and she's like, you know, put it in. And I'm like, what am I putting in? She's like, your Instagram. And I'm like, wait, oh, girl, I ain't got that. You young people today. So you can follow us on Instagram. Also, if you want to listen to us, which you're doing right now, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Podchaser. You can give us star reviews. Please do. Every little bit helps. You know, like us, review us, share us on all platforms at Flame On Podcast on Twitter. And if you would like, I muted it. I muted my I love tongue. It. No, you did a good job. <laughs> if you would like to support the Nerdy Show Network, you can go to patreon.com slash nerdy show and help us out. All dollars are appreciated. But if you want to earmark dollars for us and specifically us, you can totally do that. It really makes a difference. You guys don't know. So, with that, this has been Drag is the New Spandex Rucap Edition. We'll be, we'll take a slight hiatus. I promise you, <laughs> it'll be a slight hiatus. But I, we need a break. <laughs> we need a break. It's not even a real break because we're always putting out content. Just. You know, sometimes it's hard for me to brunch. And then the only reason why I'm still somewhat sober, <laughs> contrary to popular belief and opinion at the moment, is because I had to work today, which do everything out of out of whack. So we will be back. I promise you that we'll know all the queens. We'll say the highs and lows of the season up to that point. You can totally listen to the full cast recording that's come out or is coming out at that point. It's coming out. There we go. It has been great. Later, everyone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.